0: Hello, welcome back to the Drinking Liberally podcast, the show that combines good alcohol with some friendly political banter. I'm Kevin Wilson, and this week I'm rejoined by my co-host, Jeff Fenner. How's everybody doing? Jeff, welcome back. It's been a while. This feels good. Yeah, feels feels right.
1: Feels right. <laughs> We're in the right seats, eye to eye.
0: We have Yeah, we have our very specific setup at the table that we just have to have just...
1: It's very OCD. Yeah. But it works for us. It does,
0: I think
2: so. It's like a date. We'll, we'll like have to figure great. it out on yeah. Skype. I think we'll do the
1: same thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, who, was, who was that third voice? I don't even know who that was.
2: Who are you? Anonymous. Ah. That,
0: that uh, third voice is our man from the soundboards, Yogs, speaking at a turn.
2: Love Parnas. I had to make that date joke. It was just too good to pass up. Sorry. Love Parnas. All good. Hey.
0: Yogs, welcome aboard.
2: Thank you guys for having me.
0: We've, uh, you know, we're back after a brief uh, one-week hiatus. We didn't record last week. We kind of wanted to see how all of this impeachment stuff was playing out, uh, a lot going on. And I feel like there's no shortage of topics this week, huh?
1: No, I mean, it's, uh, it, we haven't talked for a week, and it feels like we haven't talked for seven. Yeah. Um, glad to be back. We've got some stuff to cover. Yeah. Not great.
0: No, 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 nothing's good, right? Yeah. Everything's just on fire. It's like that meme. I it's can't like, this wait for your fine. uplifting
1: news of the week because uh,
0: a spoiler, there is none. Yeah.
1: Holy shit! Oh. The entire <laughs> yeah, it's just,
0: everything is a hellscape.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we always get some. The thing is, we always get something that could seem like it's gonna be good news.
1: We never get over that wall, do we? It's like, no. oh,
2: Poland's gonna test up, and then no. Yeah, know. yeah.
1: I mean, go back to we every, every single year, thing right? we've gone through, or like. We got him. Yeah. It's like uh, fucking Tom and Jerry, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're almost caught, or like Roadrunner. Coyote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Resets almost caught him. by next episode.
2: <laughs> we're like, this is the info that's going to definitely harm him now. But then
1: the acme bomb blows up on you, and. Yep. <laughs> your slingshot doesn't work, and the boulder falls in your head. Yep. Got
0: it. It feels like we're constantly running into one of those like holes painted on a mountainside. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> just. Now we you feel bad beat-
1: for the coyote. Yeah. I mean, he had a tough fucking run, man.
2: Yeah. We're, yeah. We're the, our version is we look at our phones and get that alert, and we get excited.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. And, uh. and then you go buy the Acme equipment, <laughs> and you think Goodness. you're going to strap a rocket to your back and catch the Roadrunner, and you end up flying into a train. I mean, this fucking just, just over and over that's, that's and what over. happens. I mean, for how many years was that show mm. on? My daughter's watching it now. It's great to relive it, but... Feel bad for the coyote
0: now. Now you're getting some PTSD, though, when you yeah, like, become bro, some metaphor for our lives. I'm like,
1: bro, Acme's fucked you up this many times <laughs> yeah, if you come back. poor
0: guy. <laughs> All right. And we'll that save ties the- to MAGA. Right, anyway. We'll save the rest of that for our spin-off episode about uh, old-timey Looney Tunes. <laughs> uh, so sure. we're going to jump mostly into impeachment this week and the Senate trial that's ongoing. But, of course, before we do, we've got a new beer to test out. And I'm going to say right off the bat, before we even like describe this beer, I love
1: this. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Now this
1: uh, is, I think this might be the best beer we've had on
0: here. It's definitely one of the best for sure. And, you know, we're switching it up. We're not doing an IPA. You're welcome, guys. Uh, Thank God. This week we have an amber lager, and it's the Elliott Ness Amber lager from the Great Lakes Brewing Company out of Cleveland, Ohio.
1: Mistake by the lake.
0: And nice. That's, that's a <laughs> Michigan guy. Don't send hate mail or send it to him.
1: <laughs> Great beer, though. Good job, guys.
0: Fantastic. And so a little bit about this beer. It's got a really uh, dark red, ambery color to it. Good level of carbonation to it as well. When you pour it out, um, nice foamy head. Smell-wise, it's like roasted barley. And uh, for flavor, we've got a little bit of that malty, toffee flavor that you have in lagers. Along with some, I think cherry. You guys taste a little cherry? Uh,
2: yeah, a tad bit, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> I'm not having a stroke no, right, or something.
1: I, 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 I could taste a little bit right. Okay. These traditionally aren't my favorite beers.
0: This is really good. And this
1: one is one of the best beers I've had. Like, it's just really good.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's mouthfeel, very light. Yeah. Like it's a very crisp beer. Uh, it's 6.1% alcohol by volume, shocking. which is shocking to me. Yeah. I he, would figure <laughs> in the
1: fours. Yeah. Oh, easy. really yeah. yeah, It's
0: like just maybe.
1: Yep. three point nine yeah. four two.
0: It's really good. You don't taste that alcohol at all. Go
1: get this beer, guys. It's very dangerous. I've been, um, the last few podcasts, I've hated everything we've drunk and <laughs> told everybody about it. Yeah. This one's incredible. Yeah. Uh,
0: good job. And I, I love the artwork. It's got this old-timey, 1920s-esque uh, agent on here. And that's uh, Elliot Ness. So if you're not familiar with who Elliot Ness is, it's kind of ironic they named a beer after him. Uh, He's a famous figure from the Prohibition era who was obsessed with, uh, one, enforcing Prohibition. Right. (laughs) Didn't like people drinking. Nope. And two, obsessed with taking down Al Capone, which, so I guess I'm with you you on one of the two. He's a (laughs) 50-50 guy.
1: And shout out to the Great Lakes. Uh, If you're listening and you've never been, uh, it's like... Some of these, you go there, it's like looking at the Caribbean. Uh, it's beautiful, beautiful water. out there, yeah. looks like you're looking at an ocean. Um, it's not a lake like you think. Lake Michigan uh, in particular is gorgeous. Aw- awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sand dunes, it's beautiful stuff.
0: The beer is named after a uh, paradoxical <laughs> guy from history here, and uh, the brewery is named after a ge- uh, great place to go visit. Uh, if you've ever seen the movie The Untouchables, yes. that is about Elliot Ness. Yep. The Kevin Costner movie, so... For those of you that uh, get your history from uh, from Hollywood, <laughs> that's the connection there.
1: And if you want to go to a great place and drink this beer, uh, find yourself in Chicago off Lake Michigan or go up to Traverse City uh, in Michigan. And,
0: great breweries uh, up in Traverse City, there,
1: too. Uh, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, the Cherry Festival up there is amazing. I'm glad we're highlighting a beer from here. And uh, you can mow your lawn to this. <laughs> yeah, so. you can mow your lawn. Yeah, you could. Or shovel some snow on yeah. it. It's fantastic as it is. This I time am of really year. surprised though. What you brought up, the alcohol content in this is super surprising.
0: Yep. It's uh, cause it, the taste kind of reminds me of this is like a better Killian's Killian's Red. Yeah. Uh, definitely a higher alcohol content. Shout out it. to Killians, but yeah, I do funny. enjoy a good Killians, but <laughs> yeah, this is a better beer for sure. Um, man, we're shooting a a lot of bail for the Great Lakes Brewing Company and michigan and the great lakes area in general oh my heart so if you guys uh that Board of Ridge. tourism wants to send us some dollars we'd appreciate it yeah we'll reach out yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, apparently the uh company has some connections to elliot ness as well really uh the owner's
1: this makes no mother, sense. But okay.
0: yeah the owner's mother legend has it was the stenographer for elliot ness so huh. cool maybe true who knows
1: Ellie need to relax a little bit on the Prohibition stuff.
0: Yeah. I. Yeah.
1: You never want to be on the wrong side of history.
0: No, that, that yeah. is one of the most wrong.
1: <laughs> Drinking is good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think we and we're going to need it that. for
1: this podcast.
0: For sure. Because we're going to be discussing and diving into the Senate trial. I mean, so much has gone on over the last two weeks. We had... Um, 24 hours worth of opening arguments from the House managers, or if you want to break it down, the Democrats, and 24 hours from the Republicans, Trump's defense team, who didn't take their entire 24 hours because they thought they had a slam dunk defense.
1: And they didn't have anything to talk about for 24 hours. Right.
0: Uh, Might be that. (laughs) It's just my immediate takeaways from this, because I got to listen to a lot of it. I've been on the road the last two weeks for work, so got to listen to my car. Adam Schiff is a goddamn good lawyer.
1: Holy shit. Great. Like, Great
0: lawyer. I he came am, off impeccable. I'm so impressed by every argument he made. He was fantastic at picking apart and making um, his arguments against Trump's team digestible and understandable. Even if you haven't followed along, you're like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Why would I do that Right? And support that? that Even to the point sense.
1: Lindsey Graham had to dap him up after the first day he was like, Yeah, wow, well, good job, bud.
0: In particular, yeah, at the end of those uh, opening arguments, uh look that up. Listen to Adam Schiff's closing statements there. They are fantastic. And assuming we still have a government in a couple years, and uh, <laughs> uh, I think it'll <laughs> Not go an down. Easy assumption. Yeah. It'll go down is probably one of the the best performances on the Senate floor, I think, in in recent history at least. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Adam Schiff was fantastic
1: before we deep dive into the particulars of it um we haven't talked in a couple weeks
0: you want to catch up know what, to, what now i kind
1: of want to know just how you feel overall about this um, you know we had a lot of our disagreements on this podcast and more importantly both of us went back and forth a lot if you if you go back listen to our archives um there was a lot of where you were for impeachment i was against it and then flipped I was for it, you were against it. Mm-hmm. We were for it together, and I guess if I mean, there was a lot of back and forth, now we're in it. And, you know, there's a possibility this ends tomorrow. Um, yeah. If you guys are listening now, we're talking about Friday, uh, which will be the end of the month, uh, January 31st, which seems like a disaster for us. Um, how are you feeling overall about the course we actually went down, and how, you know, Pelosi, I think, did a really good job of holding this as long as she could. Yeah, um, I think I, she I, tried to get the fairest outcome that was going to happen, but she didn't have, you know, she didn't have all the cards in the deck to make it happen.
0: Well, she wasn't going to be able to hold it indefinitely. And we we spoke in a previous podcast where I 100 percent agree with the move to hold it as long as she did. Um, I still, while I don't feel good about the outcome, uh, I still think that the Senate's just going to acquit him without even bothering to hear additional evidence. I still believe this was the right move. In the long run, I know this is going to give Trump months and months leading up to the election of time for him to make the argument that he got acquitted. And yeah, that makes the Democrats look bad. It makes it look like they got egg on their face yeah. and that this was all a sham. But at the same time, if Democrats didn't go down this road and send those articles of impeachment and you know indict him on these things... You're giving him carte blanche to cheat in the twenty twenty election. Like and that's the reason why they didn't go through the courts for subpoenas and call witnesses through the courts because it'd be tied up until after the election. And it was just too important to wait. Yeah. Because you would just be giving Trump the okay to do that. And we saw him, you know, solicit Russian help in twenty sixteen. We have ample evidence now of him soliciting help in twenty twenty. To uh, undermine Joe Biden's candidacy. And if we just let that slide, well, if we, or if Democrats let it slide, because Republicans are more than happy to, it seems. Of course. Then, you know, that just is going to free him to be the worst possible version of Trump. Because if you think we've seen the worst of him, like we ain't seen oh, nothing yet. Oh, yeah.
1: it's Guys, if you're on Facebook, if this ends on Friday, when you're listening to this next week... Um, be ready. Um, I think the amount of ads that you're going to see and just propaganda about exonerated, of course. And the scary thing for me is what you just said. If we didn't do this, that he would have carte blanche to do what he wants to do, right? I'm now more terrified the fact that we did do this. Not only does he get to do this, but he gets to point back to this and say, see, we argued in front of the Senate that I'm allowed to do this. Because, you know, my lawyer stood up there and said it's for the good of our democracy that I elicit this help because it's better that I'm president than anybody else.
0: So where I think the, yes, agree with you on all of that. Terrifying. Uh, it is terrifying. Where I think it was beneficial is that we got the entire Senate and, well, I guess all Republicans at this point on the record with what they support. Right. You know we laid out the evidence we said look here's the clear evidence here we're picking apart these flimsy arguments that trump's lawyers are coming with and these guys are still and and women um supporting this guy yeah. so what the hell is going on like where's your sense of morality where's your sense of patriotism and loyalty to the country like they don't have it they're loyal to donald trump yeah. and that should scare everybody so i'm happy that they did this because it put them on the record and i think we'll see repercussions for that well-
1: my hope really is i've we've seen how much money bloomberg's spending right Mm -hmm. and and steyer is spending on these ads and bloomberg has came out and credit to him if i'm not going to be in this race i'm going to keep this money funneling to the democrats to win this excellent right so glass (laughs) half-full which which we don't see a lot right now is that now like you said we have a lot of audio clips a lot of people on the record where if Bloomberg's funneling millions and millions of dollars into ads, and not just into the presidential election, but you know if he does the great thing that I hope he's going to do, and it goes down to the Senate races, and they can put ads together that show these audio clips of yeah. them defending the indefensible, that's our only shot here now. Yeah, I think that, that's the ultimate goal. triple down on this outcome. That, that was the
0: ultimate goal to get them you know, on the record, doing that, getting those audio clips because the attack ads write themselves. Yags, you got something?
2: Yeah, well, this is the thing I was also thinking is another reason it was a good reason to go down this path and have this impeachment vote and everything happen is right now, I think you guys are taking a little bit off what's going to happen when they vote for no witnesses because this is not an easy vote for the Republicans. I, I know it seems like it because they're like embodied and they're going to do it. There's a reason that this has been a pause now for at least three days and there's at least a few of them worried. At one point, I think it was eight of them were worried last week. The problem is if you vote no witnesses, he can't say I'm exonerated. We, we have now evidence that's saying you didn't have a trial. We had no witnesses. No, They could pound the no witnesses all argument summer had. long. And it's, you can't say I was acquitted. That's why they want the witnesses and then exonerate them after. The problem is they're picking the lesser of two evils. They know if we vote exoneration, I mean, if we vote no witnesses, witnesses are going to come. And now we may be forced to actually have votes on record saying we're supporting someone that should be impeached.
0: So you think and this is a
2: lose-lose for Republicans? It definitely is. And I think we're, we're understating how, how – impo- how listen, there's a poll. 75% of the people want to see witnesses, right? right.
1: When have you seen a poll where that many people agree? I, I agree with you on the premise of it. Um, I vehemently disagree with you on a lose-lose. Um, just because of the fact that we saw this play out with the Mueller report, um, where if you read it, Trump was not exonerated. But, Barr- yeah, but, that's different. but, well, hold on, but that's different. It's that's not that's a be- lot of reading, that's a lot of that's a lot, that's a report. The messaging won't be different. Yeah, but I think this the is a total exoneration message is going to come out of this White House and it's going to come out so you thought the after the bar thing they went nuts with it. With this one, now that we've actually had the House and Senate try it, even if it's a sham trial, which we know it was, at least in the Senate, the messaging that's going to come out of this White House on this is going to be 50-fold, 100-fold. We are going to see that
0: 100%. But uh, actually, to back up the a little bit on this, I think the counter-narrative from Democrats is a lot stronger this time because they were able to get on TV, I think— Yes, Adam Schiff and um, Jeffries and and a lot of house managers are much more compelling
2: characters than Robert Mueller obviously yeah. was. Yeah. I think that was they, a brutal. We've talked about that was so brutal. uncomfortable. Yeah. But and, the, yeah. and the news is still going to come out. I, I mean, we're not ending this. Bolton's still going to speak at some point. Okay, there's going to be a solid more book stuff. Though, and that's well, whatever. Brutal. But the the message now we're in a public uh, messaging campaign. Then right? Fine. All right. We didn't get it for the trial. He's going to come out with all that. They're going to refute all that. There's more stuff coming out that, that's going to have the evidence that they're blocking now will come out. They have it blocked now, right? But there's going to be a judge at some point saying that's not executive privilege. Let's go. Right.
0: Now, you mentioned Bolton. So you want to tell listeners why Bolton's testimony is now more important than we initially thought?
2: Yeah, because it's the first account of the president. The, the argument made thus far was there was no fur it was all hearsay, right? Right. That you could never put. in the, the whistleblower president. that they yeah. wanted named. Yeah. There was no first hand account of someone who actually spoke to the president and the president authorized not releasing the aid. Bolton is the guy. He's, he, and he's, if the leak, the New York Times is correct, it's out there. Yeah. That's and the one thing that we've needed for a very, very long time. It destroys a major part of their argument. And that confirmation
0: comes from Bolton's upcoming book. So parts of his manuscript were leaked out. And he's saying in his book, flat out, that yeah, Donald Trump did tie this aid to his personal gain by tying it to an, a sham investigation of the Bidens. And that's huge. Okay. And that alone should cause everyone on the in the GOP to just pause and say, well, "Maybe we should hear him out."
1: Yeah, and I guess some optimism from this is if if you guys have listened to us through these last fifty episodes, we've talked to you. It's normally me trying to be optimistic and uh, Kevin pissing on it mm-hmm. with the, the truth. And now you're being a little more optimistic, and I'm trying to piss on it. Um, you know, it's just. My nervousness about this is we're tying a lot of this to Bolton. And if you talked to us six months ago about this guy, we'd all be like, fuck him. Yeah, Bolton's a terrible human being. Yeah, And yeah. now he's the—you know, one of the things Trump said, you know, Trump was attacking Bolton, obviously, like he does. Um, and he said if it was up to Bolton, we'd be in World War Six by now.
0: Which, okay, let's, let's pause there. And this—that tweet— where Donald Trump's attacking John Bolton and how he's incompetent and like you said, he literally said he'd lead us into World War Six in that tweet, which is insane. Well, we'd be through five World Wars. Yeah. This <laughs> is a very short period of time to be winning and yeah, yeah. whatever. Anyway. Uh, that leads to a greater question in my mind, like, why does Donald Trump keep surrounding himself with all these losers then?
1: Well, the good thing the thing Doesn't that make
0: him a shitty manager? The not good thing. But
1: the thing he gets Will to he, do yeah. is... <laughs>
0: <laughs> does he not guy, see that? I don't think he does. I don't think he cares. The That's thing cool.
1: you guys got to realize, so we're four years into this, basically. Yeah, three. Yeah. His number one thing is if anybody goes off script or goes against him, he just says they're Obama guys. Yeah. And they're already doing it. Like oh. They are now painting Bolton as the biggest leftist yeah. Democrat in history. And I mean... Do yourself a favor. Go look this guy up. He's the furthest from anything the left would ever want. We've
0: talked about him on this pod about how he's just this hawkish guy that wants war with Iran. And he's just the worst. And it was... I was about to say surprising, but it's not surprising. But like Fox News is running on Lou Dobbs and Tucker Carlson about how... About how John Bolton, of all people, is now like a liberal shill.
1: It's like, unfucking real. I can't. believe This it. might be the biggest stretch of truth that's come yeah. out of all of this, um, you know. And we don't run into conspiracy theories here, but the the big thing that came out was when. So the timing of what happened in Iran and what Bolton wanted to see with that is it's it's interesting. It's more um, than interesting, yeah, because uh, Trump I, saw th- the book. Needs Bolton to back the fuck off. And all of a sudden, we're now escalating yeah. over there. Um, again, we don't go down that road here. We've been very clear about that. But it's interesting, to say the least. Mm.
2: Well, the um, airstrike is interesting because it's like, if you look at the timing, they got the book. And then two days later was the attack.
1: No, I'm saying... Not interesting. Um, it, <laughs> we're not trying to try, you yeah. know, draw direct correlations here. The good thing I'm is just the terrified that we time. are tying... Sorry, guys. That we're tying... I mean, everything to this guy. And I don't, if any of you trust that he's gonna come out and say the right thing, I don't. Well, I don't either. I just think the characters are getting harder and harder to paint in the
2: box now, too. Because it started with guys that none of us knew about. You know, guys in the Secretary of State, State State. you know, in the State Department. Yeah, did any of us know who Colonel Vindman was before Yeah, no, you could paint all these guys, but now the names are starting to get like, well, wait, I know John Bolton. He worked in the Bush administration. He worked like... He's been there a very long time, give him that. Yeah. The thing is, I think he's a good never-Trumper because they don't exist anymore because they have too much to lose, right? But here's a guy, I don't know what he has really to lose um, except, you know, The, the problem is what he has at. to gain, right? Because yeah. that'll
1: be the flip of the story. Selling so, <laughs> a book. Yeah. And what awful timing. Um, because that'll be, the, yeah. that'll be the flip, that'll be the narrative. And uh, I was ready to give him credit because let's say he did this a month ago,
2: right? His thinking was by the time you get to an impeachment trial, they'll find a way to bring me down and debunk my story, do all that. And I thought – he was like, oh my god, if you do this during the impeachment trial, it gives them less time to defame him, right? And now you're like, – I thought I mean, he was going to do that. That is – yeah, that is clever. But I will say something for
1: Bolton. This book and this coming out is the only reason that we might have a shot at a 50-50 draw here. That's it. Because if if that book hadn't came out, those stories hadn't came out, this thing's already over. Um, Two days ago, they would have voted to acquit him and end the ship.
0: Well, let's, all right, just straight yes or no right now. We'll go around the table. Do we get witnesses, Jeff? No. Yogs? No. I'm going to say yes. I think we we get witnesses. Which
1: would totally change everything, too. Can you walk us through why? Kind of simplify it through what we need to get witnesses.
0: Yeah, let's start there. All right. So, you know, Democrats have 47 centers. Uh, right now, it's not a guarantee that all 47 will vote for witnesses. We have the, the Joe Manchins of West Virginia or cinema in Arizona. I do agree. Yogs and I were talking before the pod that but. they will not want to be the deciding right. vote. That'd be politically bad for so them. Suicide. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs>
2: I-, I thought of this reason too, Kevin. Sorry. But, uh, also, the other thing would be is they have cover because it could be like, I just voted for witnesses. I need to hear more. Yeah. You know, it's not like oh, it's voters.
0: an easy vote. An, you would yeah, think it would be yeah. super so, so, easy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, because they even if yeah, you're right. They have the cover because they still feel like Republicans are going to acquit, so they're right. not going to get blamed later on. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then it boils down to Republicans. We need four votes from the Republican side, and as of this recording, it sounds like we might have Mitt Romney. We might. I actually have we more, have Romney. I have more faith in Romney and Murkowski. Yep. Collins is on that list, but I'll believe it when I see it. She adds it.
1: her political career if she doesn't Vote on that side. I think her political career is over yeah. anyway, right now. At this point. No, but I right. mean it's, it's, it's literally loading the gun. Man. Yeah, but she should be going the opposite way to save her political career. That's correct. Right. She should tie herself to Trump. Yeah, don't listen to this. Comment. On
0: a on a side note, yeah, her uh, her opponent I think raised like seven million dollars yeah. recently. So I cannot. She's wait to playing watch Russian that
1: roulette with a fully loaded chamber.
0: So now we need one other person, probably like an Alexander who's retiring. Yeah. That's about it. But There's he's also good rate. friends with Mitch McConnell, yeah. so
1: I could definitely see them going 50-50 split, and then deciding the fact that they've put it in Justice Roberts' hands. And listen, I honestly now I've flip-flopped on this a lot. I think it's our best outcome. Um, I think Roberts had well, to do the deciding vote. Our best. Out-
0: well, actually, you're right because if it, uh, no, I think if we got a majority, if we got fifty-one oh, votes,
1: but we're not going to We're not going to get that.
0: But I think there's something to be said about having the Supreme Court justice, a very conservative Supreme Court justice, be the deciding vote if he decided in favor of the House managers. So a big
1: part of what we're up against, obviously, is the propaganda from Fox News, right? So the reason why I say it's the best outcome, best outcome, you hit it on the nail on the head, Kevin. Best outcome is 51 and we get witnesses, right? And we continue this in as long as it takes, who cares? The best outcome for the propaganda network Fox News is for Justice Roberts to do this because they would have to slander. They him got a scapegoat. Yeah, and they would also have to go against him, who's somebody they've held up a little bit.
0: And I wonder though if they'd be worried about going like slandering him after the fact. No, that's Sangu what I mean
1: because because they've they held they him him him. so many other things. They've so, held him yeah. up to a high, high standard. And listen, but but the then ga- what are they listen, gonna do? About I, I don't want to. He's got a lifetime appointment. He. could I care think about this. That's, no, I think he does care. And yeah. the thing I care—I I just feel like a judge in that— He's a
2: lifetime appointment. In 20 years, he'll be like, no one's going to remember. He's going to be around for Well, this years. is why
1: they put Kavanaugh in. I do oh, feel yeah. like Roberts wasn't put in by this administration. No. And I do hope that he does
2: have—he's
1: Yeah, he's at the highest judgeship of the land. Right. That this guy—he should be the one that cares about witness testimony the most. Look,
0: he is the reason why we still have Obamacare. At this point.
1: He's defended it.
0: He was the deciding vote yeah. and I feel like he is open to reason more so than the other conservative judges. And he's not
1: scared of Trump because of what you just said. Yeah, he hasn't lifetime. Has a lifetime, of
0: lifetime. He's like fucking your shit. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, so we'll see by the time this episode drops we'll probably we'll have that vote on witnesses. We'll see who's right or wrong. How long does the this road.
1: go after witnesses get in? Or are we talking Saturday? So no
0: no, if witnesses don't get in.
1: If they if they don't if they don't get in it's over tomorrow. Yeah, Friday. Friday, Yeah they'll vote. If they do get in, we go on another month. Maybe two weeks at least. I think once once you open Pandora's box, right, we're not just gonna stop with Bolton. Yes, because then you could you could do... Maybe
2: they might vote on each witness. I could see that happen. I don't yeah, know how that would look like. I honestly but, don't know. It would be um, interesting. So that's a couple of things like that. But, but that's also If anyone's kind of
1: accused of a crime, you would get every witness. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, some people will use this as like for, for their defense. They'll be like, well, in an impeachment of a president, you know, obviously his self... If his self-interest is the country, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, the biggest
0: yeah, That's thing, the argument that Alan Dershowitz... And I know, uh, Jeff, you had hinted at that earlier. But like, I want to talk about that real quick about Alan Dershowitz... Uh, you know, former O.J. Simpson lawyer, guy with ties to Jeffrey Epstein, yeah. uh, now Trump. representing Donald
1: Trump. Trump gets the best of the best, yep, baby. <laughs> only the best for Donald Trump. <laughs> and Johnny Cochran got O.J. off,
2: by the way, not Alan Dershowitz. That's true. That's okay. Very true. Five, that's another five. Where's time Cochran? Time. <laughs> he died, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but... um, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> yeah. uh, so
0: Alan Dershowitz <laughs> made the argument yesterday that if Donald Trump thinks his re-election is in the best interest of the nation... Then anything Donald Trump does to ensure his re-election is peachy keen and a non-impeachable offense. Which is the broadest reading of the Constitution I think I've ever heard. And it seems like most constitutional experts agree and think that Alan Dershowitz is an idiot. But he's making the argument that Trump could do anything. That he's now a king.
1: We joked about this before we started. And we don't want to get over dramatic but I literally feel, like really, really feel that if that argument holds true and goes through, like, and we've had our text thread, our boy Dennis has been on there talking about, oh great, when we get get a Democrat in, we can now do the same stuff. That's the scary fucking part of this. No, we don't want anyone doing this. Because all that matters, when you talk about law is precedent, right? The number one thing that the Republicans would like to see happen is Trump stay in power. We keep, they keep the judges and they overturn Roe v.ersus Wade. The reason why Roe v.ersus Wade is still there is because of precedent. That's, you know, Supreme Court justices are not supposed to go against precedent unless given like a really legitimate reason why. So if this stays the course, Trump's exonerated and Dershowitz's argument is on a record and it works. We are now setting precedent. Yeah, for every president that comes past this, not just Trump in two thousand twenty, God forbid.
0: But yeah, Republicans, you should be scared of this because you don't want what us happens if? Yeah. Do you want a Democratic president that is not beholden to, right. you know, any part of the government yeah. to Congress that is supposed to have checks over the executive branch?
1: And I want to be clear, and I want to speak for you, but I don't want that. Mm-mm. I don't want a Democrat president coming and pulling this fucking playbook no. at all. Like I want our government to run the way it was set up to run by the founding founders. I want us to run the correct way.
0: Alan Dershowitz is just saying that. You know, Richard Nixon has that quote: "If the president does it, it's not illegal." Yep. that was his argument.
1: Yep, hundred percent.
0: And that Alan Dershowitz is making that argument now.
1: Is that a king? It's is that a patriarchy?
0: What is this? But what I, are I asked, going so towards? Republican friends, let's do a thought experiment. Right now. Donald Trump, you know, he's obviously running again, you know, for a second term. Um, Thank God. The November election.
1: <laughs>
0: if Joe Biden goes out right now on TV and says, Russia, if you're listening, get me some dirt on Donald Trump. And I'll give you an aid package. Yep. And then
1: Russia does it. We'll let you fucking take over Iran tomorrow. Yeah. Would you be pissed? Of course. This would be... You should be. Oh, my God. You should be pissed.
0: And that is what Donald Trump has done. And we have records of it. He's admitted to it on camera multiple times. He doesn't care. They're, Rudy they're- Giuliani has put his foot in his mouth for this multiple times on Fox
1: News, admitting to doing this. They're putting this shit out there. And it's a great game plan because it's working.
0: Well, because what they're doing is, like, we've watched the Overton window shift on this so drastically. And we jokingly said at the start of all of these shenanigans that, you no, know, Republicans are denied, 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 but eventually it's going to become, yeah, okay, he did it. And then, yeah, okay, he, but it's, not, that it's bad. not a crime. Fuck it. So who cares? And we're at that point where they're admitting that he
1: did all of this, but it doesn't rise to the level of impeachment. And understand what's behind this so when we get going into this election cycle the economy right now is trending really well and we're on the you know well it's always it's always reciprocal we're going to get a recession at some point who knows it's going to be 2020 2021 it's coming it has to happen it's always happened the problem is that if it doesn't happen right away that they can take this argument and back it with the economy and you will absolutely not get pushback from the people we need pushback from. It's just not going to happen. They are going to be like, this sucks, but guess what? We're benefiting. We're okay. We can, we can go through four more years of this.
0: It is still crazy to me that his approval rating is so low well, I know why it is, but that's so low with a very strong economy.
2: Well, right. that's the thing. I on it with those news today. You see, it was only two point one percent growth, right? Which is lower and, and than and what we is, expected, but, but yeah, and but also below the three lower, to four percent yeah. he promised us. And not, every not year. just that; it's lower than last year. <laughs>
1: but less than why that's not important. It is important. Not in a no, way, no. Like you, he, he can lie; he's gonna lie about it. Say it's the greatest economy it, ever. It's just yeah, not it, important no. because we're at the top end of a cycle.
2: So. I think no. the cycle is on a down cycle, if, if we're going down. If you're Right, but
0: unless they feel that pressure before November.
2: Well, yeah. we will, but think about it, we're in January, Listen, right? if, I mean, if the next quarter is another we'll quarter.
1: If Trump was making this argument and this trial was going on in 2009, yeah. we're looking at a whole different scope, right? Yeah. Because we're trying to build back up, we're trying to grow out of a of a down cycle. The problem is now 2.1 on top of the highest we've ever been, well, no, but it's two point one. This was the
2: lowest year. We've are in a d- down year. But now. well, yeah, run. if you think it's about it, it's the, the lowest budget. of Trump's
0: three years. But again, it's since twenty sixteen,
1: it's, it's the lowest GDP. It's still right. a down year on top of as high as we've been. Right. So that means it's an up year. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The down year was eight, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and Obama. All the shit that happened, we had to build back out of it. We build back out of it. We're growing, growing, growing. So that doesn't matter to people. Anybody that's got the tax cuts, anybody that's benefiting from this, anybody that cares about the well, economy, yeah. you look at the, 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 appro- well, the approval rate.
2: To, well, those are the matter to you, but if you're looking at it from a four year cycle now, we had an economy that was here in 2016, right? And it's here in 2020. And
0: that's Yogg's that's right now, pantomiming um, arcs, arcs in a yeah. very visual medium <laughs> yeah. of a podcast. I <laughs> was going to be you, Kevin. That was
2: going to just be you.
1: But I want you to understand that even before – No, Obama- I get you. Hold on. Hold on. But I
2: think it's going to be a hard point had Obama got, to make the Had think.
1: Obama gotten 12 years, there was a stop to this growth. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. My uh, only
2: point is this. It, I see what the point you're making, and I don't disagree. I'm just saying it's not going to be as easy of a point to
1: make as we get – as this year goes on. It's like it's, a, it's not gonna be as easy to we have a great economy. If you're because a surfer and you're getting great waves and they're just coming in, you get to ride the top of that. Trump got the perfect economy cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Well years ago, absolutely and, and as much as he's tried to fucking undermine it with his tariffs and his shit he's done with the farmers, like he's tried to fuck this up. And I think he yeah, has unfortunately low growth. Right. And that's why it's going down, but unfortunately it's still high enough where the people so if you look at, say, 65% want him out, 35% want him to stay in, right? And you're like, those approved ratings suck. He's done. That 35% is the 35% are benefiting from where we're at economically. It's not anybody else, right? I wouldn't
0: even say it's necessarily people that are actually benefiting. It's just people that have bought think into the messaging. messaging.
1: Yeah. Think they're benefiting.
2: Right. That thing, the yeah. think, think, that,
1: think that tax cut gave them more them. money. Yeah. Right? Right.
2: Right. No, it did the so, thing is that messaging gets harder and harder to defend as the year goes on. I'm not saying you're wrong. All I'm saying is it, that's not going to be – I, I think this economy thing was working for last year and the year before. But I think every time we're getting closer and closer to Election Day, it's not going to be – it's not going to be like you just said. There's not going to be people that are like, yeah, I hate him, but the economy's so great I'm going to vote for him. There's nothing I've ever wanted to
1: push back more. I don't think we're going to dive hard enough before November. To make that a talking point, I just don't. Well,
2: we might not die, he, but I don't think he's going to be able to use as a number of positive okay. as he would have two years ago. Of course, he ago. Is. Well, he's, he's just going to yeah. lie about it. He's about just going to tell you lies. Yeah, but and he's
0: going to tell you your four hundred one k's are doing great when the vast majority of Americans don't have a four
2: hundred one k or stocks, or, or, or they're not. Yeah. or, or it's that's not big enough, enough for are looking at it day to day. Well, then the messaging has to get better. That's why we need Bloomberg's money. That's why we need so and so's money. you I agree with that. Yeah, because you have now evidence of things happening, right? There's an ad right now, Bloomberg wanted to do it Say GDP growth down, 2.1%. Yeah. B- bump it out. Hey, his messaging is great, right? we got to get our messaging up, or we're going to lose anyway. Which I stated it earlier,
1: say- I think Mike Bloomberg is the most important person in this election cycle. I think that <laughs> – I need do, the money. I do think that he'll probably get bumped early enough to make a difference for whoever. Because if whatever our candidate is, say he just takes whoever wins the Iowa caucuses and just like – maybe he hangs on for another month or two kevin tell me if you disagree my dream is he's just like i don't i don't want it to be i don't want to be biden but say it is say he wins that and then bloomberg gets behind immediately it's like all right i'm not winning this here is millions of dollars let's go but i I don't see what Oh, sorry
2: kevin just real quick i don't see why bloomberg even staying in the race matters he's where he's polling he's spending money if he's spending money for his own election or just spending in general, I'd rather just keep him in longer. He's spending the money. He yeah, if he's going Yeah, I mean, if he's well, gonna run, they, what attack, hurt us if he yeah. runs? He's, if he's 12, gonna run 100%. attack ads on Trump. I don't it's care. It's if He's gonna. Yeah, money.
1: What hurts us is if he splits the vote.
2: No, he's not splitting any votes. If anything, he'll hurt like a Biden. He's, he's not, not gonna votes. go to like a contested no. convention. Or Who's he hurt? Like
1: Biden, maybe a little
2: at best, but probably. No, he's two percent. He doesn't hurt yeah. Warren, Bernie, or no. Most certainly
0: not. No. No.
2: Um, yeah. It has okay. Per Biden's, Biden. stay in, bud. Keep spending money. Just spend the money. I don't care. You stay in, spend the money. Just uh, yeah. I, he's got so two guys, as so sequel are your last two
1: Um we are concerned about this.
0: The last thing I want to say <laughs> about that whole economic argument that we kind of stumbled into, which I think is a, a very a good Maybe point the most to be making. One. Like, what's going to hurt the most is if we do hit a downturn. Typically the way we get out of those downturns is we increase government spending. Yep. Which usually Republicans we do. should be
1: very against. <laughs>
0: right. And right now we're about we're, we're clearing a trillion dollars in a deficit right now. Yep. And I have previously made they the know. argument on this podcast that I honestly didn't really give a shit about deficit spending um, in the past. I, I, I always thought that, you know, fiscal hawks were making too big of a deal out of it. But it's fake when you do need it is when your economy is in an economic downturn. Yep. So if we hit a recession and we're a trillion dollars in debt already, it's not good. Because you're going to have those Republicans who all of a sudden now they got their tax cuts, remember, oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm against extra yeah. spending. by the go- I'm against big government. So oh, I'm not going to authorize okay. any kind of bailout for this. It's gonna make it worse. Yeah. So, it's a bad spot that we're in.
2: Typical Republican. How many times though have we seen the Tea Party, which was the party of fiscal
0: responsibility Um, and small government,
2: and not a word this week. One point two trillion was it? I mean, this is. I mean, we're breaking records now. This is probably as bad and you're right we're not feeling it because we're not in a downturn but the minute you get and even that once we get to a new budget season right what's gonna happen when they start saying oh well our deficit is now high they start attacking that what gets attacked first social security yep well, Madison. Trump was just
0: on TV and it, flat out said he had to backtrack from it because he realized so, how bad it was. And
2: guess what, Demo- like Pete, we have to message on that. I've, I've seen people say, it, "Crooked media," John, like people have been talking about it. We have to take advantage of these mistakes because yeah. it's a mistake because he tried to backtrack. Just because he never backtracks on anything, right? Right,
0: right. So he knew how damaging that would yes. be for him.
2: They have to find. He out a talked
0: about way. cutting Social Security, and as like the next step when he's reelected. And I like smacked myself and had like I wow he said it out loud an admission that's amazing for yeah. Democrats yeah because that's political suicide to talk about taking people's Social Security
2: away yeah and Medicare too because as Medicare much is as is popular the, yeah especially in the expansion states and all that kind of stuff yeah. and Medicaid yeah particularly I mean if there's people that vote it's yeah. elderly people and I think he got lucky in that I think it was a written interview right. I just wish that he'd said that and have a tape of it. Right. Just play an audio clip over uh, and over. A loop over Over and over again. It would have been so good. I agree. Ugh. Yeah. I think he'll say it again. I think he'll make the same mistake. He's going to stumble in that. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so, I mean, after sitting through all this trial stuff, I mean, they're still answering questions right now as we're recording this. I am so struck by. I know I started this whole segment by talking about how good I thought Adam Schiff was in his performance, I am so struck by how poor of a performance Trump's lawyers have given. We talked about Alan Dershowitz's argument. (laughs) Like, they come off as like, you guys ever have to do like a school project or even a work presentation that you didn't prepare for? Yeah. And you have to go bullshit it the day of?
1: I had one the other day.
0: That is literally how I feel they are living their lives right now. Just flying by the seat of their pants, and like, oh, we'll just go throw everything up there, see what sticks.
1: Super unprepared.
0: It's embarrassing. and They were not able to, for anyone that's, you know, listening and still and currently seething at us because we're taking the Democrats' side on this. Like, Trump's lawyers were not able to answer basic questions.
2: Oh, can I ask something? Is Pam Bondi a lawyer? Pam. Cause she's the worst ever. You remember, they asked her about about what Hunter Biden did for the money that he was making on the board, and she was like, <laughs> look, flipping through her papers and just like, "Yes, the timeline was
0: this." <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Doesn't pay attention. But yeah, uh, she's the uh, the Attorney General of Florida.
1: Oh, So. It uh, shows yes. you how much. What an incompetent staff. It My shows God. you how much more on point the Democrats have to be. Than Trump's lawyers, right? The bar to is even, so different, to, like the goalposts are crazy, yeah. Right, to even make an impact, Schiff gives one of the best open every time he's on mic right now. This guy's batting a thousand, like he's he's that. Remember Carlos Beltran in the playoffs in like what was that 2006, I think, yeah. And he just like hit 900. Yeah. Just, that's what Schiff's doing right now. And then she can get up there, and the goalposts are the same, and it's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I
2: know you were just talking about with Dershowitz. I mean, he's 81 years old. By the way, he's contradicting himself as a
1: 61 year old. He is, trying to, in my mind, make. I think he's going to write a book after this, called like "Defending the Indefensible." <laughs> That'll be the name of it, and he's going yeah. to talk about like how he won a trial that was unwinnable. Yeah, because he's doing it. Like he's literally standing out there going. Like we've seen This whole administration Yeah he fucking did it So yeah. what You know Trump set it up Article 2 I can do whatever I want to do
0: And then uh, Just Just to Rewind a little bit Just as a Mets fan You mentioned Carlos Beltran We're talking 2004 Yags Not 06 uh, okay. 06 was the, oh. <laughs> that, was the strikeout year I thought Because
1: that's 04 was the Houston Astros season I always think That was thinking of strikeout <laughs> Hopefully one Was banging on Any trash cans But, but just real quick when he you, had you mentioned like
2: the dog, like the dog whistles are on the open now, right? How about uh, Joni Ernst, the senator, basically saying that how this is all going to hurt Biden. Said the quiet part out she said loud. said the quiet part out loud. She's like, oh, wait, so this all comes out. It's going to really hurt Biden.
0: They're not scared With of it. With glee.
2: Is. Like, look this clip up, listeners.
0: Uh, Joni Ernst talking about hurting Joe Biden's election chances. Yeah. She is smirking up a storm and so excited to say this to reporters. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why because, again, that's the
1: quiet part. Like, it's you're not part. supposed to it's admit that. A, but they're winning on that. Like, Trump comes out and just says, I did it. Well,
2: yeah. that, that's he came out he comes out one. and
1: says, hey, China, investigate. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they are – the number one thing you can do – people always say, like, if you're going to commit a crime, commit it by a police station. Right? Do it out in the open. And they have taken this and decided, yeah. fuck it. We're going. Yeah. And the problem is, as we move forward – and we get off this, but if they get carte blanche here, if they get walked from this, we have no—we none of us can even fathom what might happen going forward. It's so dangerous because now it could literally just be like he does what he wants.
2: And yep. I read that Hunter Biden's the new Hillary's emails,
0: and right, and, and it- we knew there was always going to be another Hillary's emails. Yeah. Like everyone <laughs> talked about in the 06, in the uh, twenty sixteen election that. Well, you know, she was a bad candidate, and she had this baggage, blah, blah. blah. Trump was always going to make up baggage yeah. for whoever he was running exactly. against. And that, at least Trump told all the- his
2: emails, it's about Hillary. This is about someone's son.
1: Trump verbally told the people at his resort about the Iran shit coming. Yeah. And they bought money into those weapons companies. Yeah, lucky, lucky Martin Snoop, was up. Snoop Dogg went to fucking jail because... <laughs> Yeah. He, he Martha, little, it, Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart went to jail for insider yeah. trading. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> she might have elbowed Snoop and been yeah. like, "Hey, <laughs> get out of this." I love um, the idea
0: of the two of them uh, trading together. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and um, and but, the poll numbers, though, by the way, that's why the poll. I mean, Biden, for all we don't, some people don't like him, don't whatever. The poll numbers are still there. He's beating. He's beating Trump in a lot of swing states. So yeah, I'm. So, we're not gonna. Get into this
0: tonight. No, we're not getting into the election stuff. But I do want to say this. We have hours of that. Biden
1: <laughs> terrifies me with under these new rules. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Another day.
0: A very telling <laughs> argument, since you brought up Hunter Biden's time, from Trump's lawyers yesterday. Some, um, I think it was Murkowski and Collins, actually. Best so, question of the day,
2: yeah. So
0: GOP senators asked Trump's team, you know, did you ever hear... Donald Trump mentioned Biden, Burisma, Hunter Biden, Joe, doesn't matter which one, and corruption prior to Joe Biden announcing his candidacy. And they said no. Nope. Like We, we, or we have nothing on the record, was his, uh, you know, his work around there. But he later goes on to say that it didn't matter back then that hunter biden was doing all of this it only mattered once his father became a candidate exactly. of course he flat out said that out loud and i could not believe it, it
2: because sense. you're
0: saying and he said oh well everyone would have just brushed it off as joe biden's a nobody he's an re- old retired vice president so it doesn't matter like wait wait if you say this is so egregious And rises to such a level of corruption that we can't even have our own FBI investigate it. We have to have a foreign country investigate an American citizen. Why does it only matter when his father's running for president? Bingo. You were willing to let it go
1: beforehand. (laughs) We know the answer. (laughs) Well, I can answer for you. Um, Let's just look at their real estate dealings. When Trump's need to be bailed out, dealing with the worst of the worst, whether it's you know, a son in law Kushner, they they go to them, right? And they get bailed out. They get bailed out by millions. They buy condos, shell corporations. Like, that's why. Because Trump understands the game, right? He's fine with what Hunter was doing. Say, say Hunter was doing the worst shit in the world. Mm-hmm. Say that guy was the most corrupt person ever. Trump gets that. He, 100% more than anybody else in the United States of America, can understand his son, somebody's son doing some corrupt shit to fix something. Because he has his son do it. He has his son-in-law do it. But I don't think Trump it only thinks matter- it's corrupt. But it, only, but it only matters to him when it rises to the level of competition.
0: Right. Yeah, that's, that's what I it would, all boils down to.
1: I would not be sh- shocked if Trump one day was like, well, oh, my kids are better at it. <laughs> yeah. I can see him saying it. Again, like, we've shifted those goalposts so much. <laughs> yeah. like, we'll get to that
2: point. Well, though, like Pam Bond eats it on his staff. She makes $50,000 a month on some, some uh, there you
0: go. Yeah, 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 you got a good point. Uh, so Pam Bondi, one of Trump's lawyers, is a registered foreign agent for Cutter. Uh, gets paid as a foreign agent of Cutter. I'm sorry, like, I don't know where her qualifications are for that job. And she had, she had the nerve to go and say, you know, what are Biden, Hunter Biden's qualifications for working on this board of Burisma? Yeah, you know what, maybe Hunter Biden probably should not have been on that board. There's a lot of people that uh, shouldn't be on boards that yeah, are completely everybody. unqualified, and that's another discussion I'm
1: happy to have. Guys, this happens at every level of our
0: right upper economy. I just thought I was like, man, the gall of this woman to come out here and say that. Yeah. And this is a woman that you know they're talking about corruption, how upset they are about it. She's the one that steered clear of the Trump University lawsuit I mean, in Florida. Yeah, yeah. She she squashed that. Yeah. For a fraud university. Yeah.
1: The scariest thing is that, right? Because we're all very terrified about what Trump could do with unchecked power, right? The more terrifying thing is that moves down levels, right? So now we have these people we elected into office for our best interests, We, we put them in there. Senators, Republicans, I don't care. House, Democrats, all of a sudden, if you take the cape off and you're like, listen, you can just say it was for the best of our country that you're doing whatever. Yeah, This is not going to get smaller. It's going to grow exponentially. Who's not going to take a check? That's the fear. Yeah. And now the Democrats running have to put out every person that's donating the money. Like that's under scrutiny while our president's like, <laughs> fuck it.
0: Yeah. come <laughs> Come launder money through my properties and who cares?
1: But if somebody gives $10,000 to Elizabeth Warren, we have to make sure it's not a Not somebody that's fucked up, no no interest. Hint
2: of impropriety.
1: We're not playing by the same rules. No, No. We haven't been for a long time now.
2: Think about all the scandals we've had in the Democratic primary, right? The last six, seven, eight months, whatever. Some of them are, like, ridiculous. Can I
1: ask you a question? No. (laughs) Our guy loves this. Uh, (laughs) Do you think... So we're going through this now, and you see that this might die on Friday. Do we... Would you like to see us hold morals and lose Or Change our goalposts? Is there an in between
0: What a cop out answer But um. You
1: understand know what I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying though I yeah. don't want to make this like a fucked up thing But like We're not winning And we're seeing them just play by completely different rules They're not even arguing the, the crimes
0: I think you, They're you, just you arguing can't play the, by their game Because right. you'll lose
1: too many but Democratic what
0: are they, voters in that.
1: The problem is though if they win Will it matter do no. you don't want to answer? I don't
0: want to answer. <laughs> it's, just, it's a dark path that I'm really afraid of. Yeah, it is, because
2: the double on that, it's just like, you want to hold your morals and your principles as much as power, as possible, but you just think about another four years of this, it's it just...
1: Yeah. We talked about the baseball cheating thing, right? Briefly. The Astros? Yeah. And it's like, so say they had won five World Series in a row doing this. At that point, do you just say, we're not fucking doing this? And we'll just keep losing to them, or are we also going to put a We're camera? Gonna cheat too. Are we going to put a camera in central field yeah. and make this an yeah. equal playing field? Because at this point now, we've realized, I believe, that this isn't going to change. Well, like, I have one thing there's I no moral uprising here.
2: Here's the thing, though. The only thing I'll say about that is we can talk about all that, but I think the bottom line that all this comes down to is we have a guy who's like, as much as we say whatever we want about him, he's corrupt, he's stupid, he's all these things. He's a figure that. He, he gets people to cult, be like a cult about him, right?
1: Trump is a cult of personality. Exactly. He gets the people
2: going. I, I don't know. You know who's also
1: the best professional speaker in history? Hitler.
2: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. We don't have – we can talk about all this stuff, but like, if, one of our, if our people do the same, we don't have the, the people that are going to support us doing it that way they do Trump. Right. And the Republicans are gonna learn that too. The minute he's, what do you think, Donald Jr. is gonna become? Going to Get f- out of here! Well, no, no there's a
1: secession plan in place. That's oh, I'm sure there is. Fucking terrible. But that's when
2: we're like under military control and shit. <laughs> no, it's <and laughs> like, like,
1: like, if he, if he's, but gone, if he wins 2020, like that's in play. Oh yeah, no, that uh, that could be Donald Jr. Mean. now is a Oh, one of his possible. kids, are like Ivanka, will run. Yeah, because then For you're sure. just because if you oh, can yeah. just swing elections. Yeah, yeah, we're in. And they'll just keep supporting a
2: Trump until those fucking Barron getting to run. All <laughs> Don't right, talk guys. about him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not allowed to talk about him. Sorry. Forgot. At a point. <laughs> right.
1: Sorry, I meant Hunter Biden. <laughs> 90 second minute. I meant Hunter Biden.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to jump off that. I have fake news. In lieu, you got a fake news story? I have fake news. I want, I'm going to share something funny first. Okay. A little palate cleanser okay. for all of us. This is a story Trump just... Gave a little uh, speech in Michigan. Oh. And he's talking about F-35s, you know, the, the new Air Force jets. And he says that he's going to deploy a bunch of F-35s to a local air base. And he says the workers of that base are going to come in and see them. And then Trump says, quote, actually, they're totally stealth. So maybe they won't see them come in. You won't see them come in, unquote. Donald
2: Trump thinks stealth means fucking invisible. <laughs> yep, and I bet half the people that you know support him probably do. Not to call them on. Un-
0: do they make sound?
2: Ah. <laughs> you just don't notice anything. We also think windmills <laughs> cause cancer.
0: The, yeah.
1: No, and it, murder. if the wind's not going, yeah. you can't and, see TV. That's very true. Yeah.
0: He doesn't know if batteries exist or how windmills pr- plug in. God, God damn.
1: It. Oh, honey, the wind's not blowing. We can't watch fucking Fox News tonight. Yeah. Uh,
0: I just. This isn't the first time he said this about stealth. And I really believe he thinks it means invisible. Like they're going like predator style, just like disappearing.
2: <laughs> Wait, you I think th- these planes don't disappear.
0: What do Sorry to break that to you, man. Oh. You thought we had a. Can really you guys cool imagine the meetings an
1: invisible military? <laughs> Can you guys imagine the meetings if he's involved for space force? I don't want to. I think no. there's meetings that have happened that we don't know oh, about that we're going to find out are going to be like wow is- fake news. Yeah, what's your fake news? Donald Trump said that uh, he has brought 12,000 new factories in the United factories States. Factories or factory jobs? Factories. Not like jobs. buildings. Buildings. Okay. With absolutely no backup, no name of them, no <laughs> locations.
0: Zero. I guess he thinks that... Pl- was this also in Michigan? Yes. Yeah, that He makes said, sense.
1: I have opened 12,000 new factories.
0: Him himself. Wow, that's Personal. impressive. Wow. How does he have time to do all of How do you do all those
1: ribbon cuttings?
0: So many ribbon I cuttings.
1: I think I see one ribbon cutting. While
0: bombing Iran and, and starting sham investigations. How does he I find the, the time? time?
2: I'm going
1: to go on a limb that's our Fake News of the Week. Yeah, that's pretty well, insane. Know
2: he said again, and he's done this before, that he's won Michigan Man of the Year. No such award <laughs> exists, right? No <laughs> one can trace back to when this was. He
1: still has a Time Man of the Year poster at one of his golf clubs that didn't exist. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But
2: I, I want to know about winning Michigan Man of the Year. I think, Jeff, you could do that One day. One mm-hmm. day.
1: He beat out Barry Sanders. It was a closely <laughs> contested. Uh, Barry had a lot of groundswell. But, you know, Trump really went in there and fucking fixed Flint water supply. That's uh, so what it was. Did he do that? No, oh, but he man. still oh. but, but I think that he did
2: out outvote Barry just by a tad there. Wow. Yeah. Bigger clown. he should tout it. I like that he touts it. Michigan man of the year.
1: Can you tell us some good stuff, Kevin?
2: No.
0: Oh. I told you at the start, man. No so, up- guys, it's been great. Yeah. No uplifting news this week. Uh, We're happy to be back. I've got one story okay. that's a very quick headline that's a legitimate one I had to read into to make sure <coughs> this was true. Um, but it's not even from America. So, but it's good for the world. Fuck us. So uplifting news this week. I'm going to go with uh, you know, the Brits put a carbon tax on a lot of corporations. In I their love area. that. Yeah, so it's led to a 93% drop in coal-fired electricity. Uh, good for the environment we still want to maybe maybe painful for some companies but tough you know um i would love to see a, a pretty good carbon tax in place here in america meanwhile we're
1: rolling back
0: the water safety yeah no you can jump anything in there don't worry he will be fine yeah we're good yeah right. yeah talk to the people the
1: don't drink tap water boys <laughs> thanks
0: that's all i've got for you on uplifting news this week Next week, I'm going to, I'll bring
1: more, I promise. And, um, you know, not political, but, yeah, as we watch everything, just, this all sucks, but the most important thing is we're about to get a groundswell towards November, and try want everybody out there to remember, like, vote. Fucking counts. I know there's an easy way right now to be like, there's interference all this gerrymandering is fucking it up but like go vote please god
0: and the best uh, way to combat any of this election meddling is to show up in force against it yep. in a manner that will have numbers that you can't deny yep. that's not too close to call or they can say oh someone swung it one percent we don't whatever. need one percent or two come out we need in force, so they can't even
1: deny what the will of the people is it's ground up guys we have to go ground up now it's we're not there's a real chance because of what's happened at this ends friday that we don't win the presidency ground up
0: all right guys yogs
1: thanks for joining us thank you as always kevin loved it
0: jeff pleasure to be sitting across from me again
1: uh rest in power kobe bryant and Gigi bryant amen
0: uh, for those of you that want to follow us on social media, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at drinking underscore. Twitter. I don't know why I pronounced Twitter. Like that. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Uh, our username there is drinking underscore lib pod. Check out our website at www.drinkingliberallypod.com and rate and review us wherever you listen to us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers.